Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the ASIAL Security Insider podcast. And our guest today is Nick Keldas. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, Nick has had a long and illustrious policing career. He's taken on a number of government roles outside of the police, which I'll get Nick to explain in a minute. But our reason for speaking with Nick today is that as a former recipient of the Australian Security Medals, Nick has uh, some unique insights into what it's like to be involved in the medals program. He's uh, been involved with the medals by way of uh, presenting a number of medals over the years in his former role as an assistant commissioner of the New South Wales Police. And uh, we thought, given that the nominations are now open for the 2021 Australian Security Medals, it would be a great time to have a chat to Nick about the Medals Foundation, the value of the medals to the Australian security industry, and his thoughts on, uh, on people getting involved and what that means to the industry. Nick, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Thanks very much, John. So, Nick, perhaps for those people who aren't intimately familiar with your background, you can start off by giving us a little bit of detail, you know, tell us where you've come from, and then perhaps a little bit about how you became involved with the Australian Security Medals Foundation. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, I served for 35 years, almost just under 35 years in the New South Wales Police, and just under the last 10 years of those 35 years, I was the Deputy Commissioner in New South Wales Police. Um, in the various roles I had within the police, obviously had a lot to do with the security industry. I spent some time in the uh, um, hold-up squad and, and certainly dealt with um, the, the cash and transit uh, companies and the bank industry uh, and so on. And I, I, I got to know a lot of the people within the security industry and have maintained those contacts. Um, I've always had an interest in helping them because they certainly help the police in, in what they do. And in many ways, they complement each other um, in serving the community. Um, uh, a few years ago, I think probably five years ago, perhaps, I can't remember now exactly how many years ago, I was approached by the Australian Security Medals Foundation. I think the patron at that stage was Philip Ruddock, the former Federal Attorney General. And um, they had a surprise award where they awarded me a, 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 an award, a medal, in fact, um, for having contributed towards hopefully professionalising the industry and you know, getting the industry to lift its head up which for me is what is all the Security Medals Foundation is all about. This is a really crucial sector in the business world and in the community. And the people who work in the security industry are worthy of everyone's support. The vast majority of people in the security industry are incredibly diligent, law-abiding people who do a lot of good work to keep the community safe and to complement what the police do. So I felt that the effort of this foundation is really important because it helps people in the industry be recognised for really amazing things that they do, whether it's, it's just in a, in a physical sense with stopping bad things from happening, being innovative and coming up with ideas that help the community uh, feel safer and so on. Um, but whatever it is, there was certainly a gap in recognition. If you're in the police or the fire brigade or the army, you get medals and you're recognised by the government. Um, if you're in a lot of the private sector areas, you, you just get a lot of money, I guess, for succeeding at something. But for the security personnel in, in shopping centres, in office buildings, um, in, in uh, guarding military facilities, for instance, or any um, number of other areas that the security industry is very much involved in, um, there has not been uh, readily recognition for a lot of the good things, that great things that people do. So I was happy to be involved. I was very grateful to be recognised. And I'm certainly happy to be a patron and to try and support um, as, as much of this effort as I can in helping people in the industry feel rewarded, recognised, 
and and appreciated um, by the community and by the industry. Yeah. Now, there's a, a really important role here, as as you mentioned earlier, that a lot of people aren't necessarily aware of. And that is the foundation was originally established, I believe, back in 2010 to try and highlight the, the good work that's being done by people in the industry, because we get a lot of negative press around the security industry. And I guess uh, a good example of that most recently would be the hotel quarantine situation that we had down here in Victoria and breaches in hotel quarantine. The media is very quick to jump on the negative side of the industry. But if I understand correctly, the, the positive aspects of the Australian Security Medals Foundation are really around highlighting the good work that the security industry does. And I know that you've been involved with, a, with the foundation for a couple of years now, from presenting different awards to winning your own award to the patron. Now, are there any particular stories that stick out in your mind of, of past recipients that illustrate the sorts of things that we're talking about? Yeah, sure. I, I think there's a couple. Well, one in particular comes to mind, and that was about some, you know, really uh, bad people, bad crooks, I guess you could say, who were very violent. And uh, a particular fellow in a, in a car park in a shopping centre uh, became a security officer, became aware of what they were up to, and he managed to um, negotiate the situation and disarm them and stop them from doing what they were going to do, probably saving lives and certainly saving a lot of property and what have you. Um, and he received an award. I can't remember the exact details, but I just remember that was somebody who was out on his own, didn't have much support at the time, launched himself into the middle of a bit of a crowd and managed to negotiate them into basically giving up whatever it was they were going to do um, to each other and to the shopping centre. Um, but you raise a very good point, John, and that's about the negative publicity. The, the positive publicity, like this fellow I'm talking about, simply doesn't have the, the gravitas to get into the media, certainly doesn't make the front page um, the reality of the whole COVID situation that we're living in at the moment is that there are thousands, literally, of security personnel involved in managing the quarantine hotels and so on. There is a very small minority who have done or may have done the wrong thing, and you all get besmirched by that minority, which is very unfair. And that's why the effort of the Security Medals Foundation is so important. It's to highlight to the community, to the public, and to the media that there's a lot of good work goes on recognising that work, making the people who do it appreciate it and aspire to be um, re recognised. I've, I've been to nearly all the award ceremonies that have been held in the last decade, and you just see a, a full room of people who are really committed, who get dressed up for the night, who are proud of their profession, who want to be there, and who are happy to see those who have done really good work recognised. It inspires those, even if you don't win an award, but you may have been nominated or your best friend's been nominated or whatever, um, it inspires you to greater heights. And I think that's the whole aim of the foundation. It works really well. Yeah, and I think the other thing that's really worth pointing out to anyone who might be listening to this that's involved in a security company or runs their own security business, this is a really valuable mechanism to be able to show the industry not only your support for the industry which you serve, but also the people that work for you. Those organisations that nominate staff for medals over the course of the year um, you know, there's a lot more value that comes out of it. I, I too have been involved now with the association for the better part of 10 years. And, and I see the recipients get up on stage and I see them get their medals, but I see their managers and their company owners who get to enjoy and, and participate in that experience, taking huge pride in what it is that their people have done. Uh, so, you know, 
talk to me from your experience in command with police and running police. Talk to me a little bit, if you can, about sort of, you know, the benefits of, of recognising the good things that people do, not just the bad things. Yeah, there's certainly no shortage of bad news. There'll always be critics in any sphere. Um, but I, I think that's a really good point. And I, I guess the message here would be that if you are in the industry, you should keep an eye out for those who you think have done something outstanding and to nominate them, even if they don't win. The fact is they've been recognised by a nomination, it's been considered, and it'll motivate, the point is it'll motivate a whole bunch of people, not just the person that's been nominated. When word gets around that so-and-so has been nominated for an award for some outstanding work that he's done in a particular space, being innovative or having done something very brave, um, or whatever it might be, um, it, it, it has sort of a whirlpool effect. Uh, people in that company will probably hear about it and be nominated, not be, be, not be uh, motivated. Um, it, it, it may you know, be heard about in other companies as well that they're dealing with um, in the broader community, in the, in the security industry. And when that happens, people begin to think about that. Firstly, to nominate their friends, and they should definitely think about that and their colleagues. And secondly, say, well, that could be me. If I if I am more diligent and I do this and I do that, um, perhaps I'll get nominated. So it, it's just all around. It's a really a win win situation. It's 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 quite you know you'd almost call it noble cause. Yeah, and so there are two ways because we've spoken about this a, a fair bit. Now there are two ways that people can look at nominating. There is the Australian Security Medals website, which is asmf.net. And then there is a page within the ASIO website as well for the Australian Security Medals Foundation. And we should point out that there are two categories of medal involved here. The first is for the Security Medal of Valor, which is for security guards that have gone above and beyond their duty. And the second is the Australian Security Medal. And this applies to not just security personnel, this applies to people like you, Nick, who have made a significant contribution to the body of knowledge that is security or the industry that is security. So can you maybe explain a little bit more about, you know, that second medal, because we've spoken a bit about the, the Medal of Valor, but that second medal, the ASM. Yep, sure. Um, so one of the roles I had in the police uh, under my command was a security licensing enforcement directorate. And it was, you know, very capably run by a fellow there, Cameron Smith, and we used to meet regularly here to report to me, obviously. And there were many discussions about um, how we can help the, the industry uh, perform better, tighten up the bits that are, that are loose, uh, discussions about mutual recognition across state borders and so on. There's a number of discussions that we were having. And I had enough input, I hope, a bit of an impact in some of those discussions about enhancing the operations of the security companies, um, tightening up the loose ends so that everybody's on, on, in, in a better space and so on. Um, and out of all of that, um, I guess I gained enough of a profile within the industry that I was, and I had no idea it was going to happen, but I was rewarded with that award. So it may be that you're not actually in the industry, but you do something that is not just perceived, but is actually helpful to the industry. Um, and, it, and then it's recognised in that, in that way by that, that sort of award. Um, I can think of a, probably a few areas where people have helped the industry, whether they may be in, in, in politics and in public administration and government or whatever it might be, where they've helped the industry and they've stuck to the task and it's something they cared about and they were passionate about, which I hope I was, um, and then it's recognised in that way. And I think that's, that's also a very good thing. You're really, in a sense, and it may be someone from within the industry who has written up you know, proposals for legislation or whatever it might be, but whoever it is, if you if you uh, are contributing in a in a tangible way, 
um, it is a great way to recognize that effort and to reward that person. You don't have to have been, it doesn't have to be a, you know, a physical bravery thing, obviously, for that category. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, a good example that comes to mind, there's two that stick out in my mind. One was Julian Talbot that was recognized some years ago now, and a lot of people in this industry will recognize the name, but Julian uh, wrote a significant body of knowledge around security risk management, which really enhanced the industry's understanding of how to deal with risk and, and all sorts of other things, and he was recognized for that. And then we've had a couple of other people in the past that have been recognized uh, who have worked in senior roles in the security industry, but then run programs on the side in their own time where they're working for charitable causes, you know, working with street kids and helping get them off the street and teach them skills and give them better opportunities in life. And they're the sorts of things that I think are really important to recognise that, especially around the Australian Security Medal, that that medal is about recognising that this industry is much deeper than just the nuts and bolts day-to-day -day of security. It's about the incredible people that keep it moving and the things that they do to make our society a better place for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah. So again, for those people who, who perhaps have seen someone do something amazing in the security industry or they know someone who's in a position that has made a significant contribution to the, the country. And it doesn't just have to be in the space of security. They, they obviously work in security, but it might be someone outside of security hours doing things. Can we encourage you to go to asmf.net or to the ASIO website and log on through there and nominate people? Because even if they don't win an award, there's a huge importance around just being nominated. Someone just simply saying, hey, we saw what you did and we thought it was really impressive because those people also get mentioned, perhaps not on the night, but throughout this process. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, the value of nomination, Nick? Yep, sure. I mean, it, it's um, I think Australia generally has a culture where everyone is fairly uh, modest. You don't, you don't go bragging. It's not it's not valued if you go around bragging about yourself and what you've done. Um, and there's the tall poppy syndrome. So it's important if you are someone who uh, has a colleague or a, or a partner in a business or whatever it might be, who has done something that you think is worth nominating, nominating them. You don't have to tell them even. You can do it without telling them, obviously. Um, and um, it, it's a way to recognise and, and, and to award, reward that person. The sheer nomination itself, even if you don't win the award, I think, as I keep saying, is, is, is certainly worth the effort. But um, the point is that you, you will do something very positive for that person, motivates them, motivates everyone around them uh, to greater heights, um, obviously. But if you don't nominate, I guarantee you they won't win. So no. if you, you've got to nominate. And the more nominations there are, the more worthy I think the pool is and, and the better stories I think that will come out of it for the industry and, and, um, and for the media and so on. So it's really just a very worthwhile um, effort. Yeah, and, and it ties in well with the day that we had recently, International Security Officers Day, which was the, the 24th of July or 24-7, where, again, we're recognising the good work that security companies do. And, again, if you're a security company, that's something that's worth having a look at as well. Go to the Asia website and have a look at the International Security Officers Day section of the site. But, you know, some of the stories that have come out of previous years of these medals, I remember one gentleman and his partner who were working at a shopping centre in security where uh, a, a, an offender had doused himself in petrol and had set fire to a liquor store 
and then was standing there with a lighter after he'd thrown petrol all over the two security guards trying to set himself on fire. And these guys tackled him to the ground. I mean, we don't encourage that kind of behaviour, but you can't help but look at it and go, well, you know, how come we don't get to hear about this in the media? Exactly. I mean, they, they took a great, I remember that very well, actually. I think I may have either presented them with the award or it was there on the night, but um, it, it was a very, very brave thing to do. And obviously somebody around them in that company or in the industry felt that they must be nominated and they did win the award. They put themselves at risk uh, greatly to protect others. And I think, you know, that's one of the ethos of the industry. You're there to protect others, not just about yourself, obviously. Um but I'm just, I'm very happy and I'm quite proud to be involved with the Medals Foundation. I'm very happy to have been a recipient of one of the awards some years ago. And I think it's it's definitely a, a worthwhile effort. Yeah. Well, look, Nick, thank you very much for your time. And thanks for talking to us about the Medals Foundation. Again, if you want to know more about the Medals Foundation, you can go to asmf.net or you can go to the ASIAL website, www.asial.com.au. And there is a section there under the Australian Security Medals Foundation where you can see information on how to nominate. You can download forms. You can have a look at some of the past medal recipients. And I would really encourage anyone to get involved. Nick, thanks again for your time. Thanks for having me, John. Much appreciated. And if you're after more podcasts like this one, you can find them on iTunes, Blurberry, Spotify, Google Play, and all the other great places you find podcasts. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next time. And get out there, nominate, find people doing good things and catch them doing the right stuff. Thanks very much. Thanks.